Blog Talk Radio. Paul Lawrence Van hosts the Wealthy Speaker Talk Radio Show, an exciting and entertaining show. Listeners, fans, and followers are inspired, motivated, and discover strategies that assist them in improving their personal and professional life. Tune in, listen in, and phone in with questions. Encourage your family, friends, and colleagues to tune in as well. Tune in, listen in, and call in with questions at 516-453-9480 and or join Paul and guest experts in the web chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com slash Van. We look forward to you joining us for another amazing episode of the Wealthy Speaker Radio Show. And good day, everyone. It's your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of the Wealthy Speaker Talk Radio Show, broadcasting live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. And today we have another extraordinary guest expert. Her name is Margot Bain. She's CEO and founder of Chicks with Class, and she's going to discuss her girls' empowerment business. And before I read her bio, I want to introduce her to you all. Margot, how are you doing today? Yes, Margot, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well, Paul. Thank you so much for having me on today. Uh, fantastic. Glad to have you. And I'm going to read her bio to everyone right now so you can get an idea of, of the expertise that she possesses. And uh, Margot, as I mentioned earlier, she is the CEO and founder of Chicks with Class. It's a girls' empowerment company, and she develops workshops to help young women reach their full potential. Uh, Margot joined the United States Army National Guard after her first year of college and went on to join the Texas Army National Guard while pursuing a finance degree from Texas Southern University. After graduating and working in investment banking, she realized that she wasn't making enough of an impact on society that she wanted to make, so she left corporate America to start Chicks with Class, and it opened in uh, 2015. And she has opened her first uh, brick-and-mortar location, and now she's doing really great and has impacted over 10,000 uh, young uh, women. And uh, we really appreciate and look forward to hearing her. So, Margo, um, I am honored to have you as a guest expert. Could you share a little bit about your background and your atmosphere uh, shifting uh, Chicks with Class programs? Uh, in other words, uh, when you uh, made that adjustment from – uh, the investment banking area, and then decided to to uh, found your company and lead your company. Could you share just a little bit the backstory on that for us? Yeah, sure. Um, so I I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and um, where I'm from, I experienced a lot of um, a lot of different traumas involving youth. Um, so whether that's youth violence. Um, and it, it was all stemming from a particular uh, low self-esteem in kids. So that has always stuck with me. Um, I, I joined the military, uh, went to, I went into investment banking, and um, I ended up losing two of my really good friends to, um, to gun violence back in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Um, okay. And... As I was in investment banking, you know, I really said to myself, I really want to make a difference in the lives of um, of youth. 
And I decided to really make that transition um, after the I lost my 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 child. Uh, I was about eight months pregnant, but I, I lost my child, and I was sort of in a space where I was a little lost, and I I was trying to find what my purpose was in life, and um, it's always stuck with me about you know making a positive impact in the lives of children. So I decided to take that leap and and start this company where I am um, I'm targeting girls. Because when you think about the homicide rate among young males, um, there yeah. has to be something, something had to be done. And I thought to myself, okay, if I can't reach the minds of, of young men, because I'm, I'm a woman, I think if I can reach the minds of young women, then young women will start to require more of these men. And it will sort of be like a trickle-down effect. Um, exactly. So I use yeah. the... I use the the skills that I, I learned in the military leadership skills to to try to form my my company. I knew that I didn't want to have another nonprofit organization because while there are tons of nonprofits targeted towards boosting local fame and making a difference, um, statistics show that there needs to be more done. So um, I had no idea that I was forming a social enterprise. Um, and that there was a particular term for my business. Um, I wanted, I was using commercial strategies to solve this issue. Um, and in 2017, I, I opened up the first center to host these workshops for these young girls. And I developed a curriculum, and, and now I'm in schools and, and delivering things in churches and, um, and all the good stuff, churches and schools. So that's pretty much how I that's that sums up how I got to where I am today. Ah, fantastic. And thank you for that uh the uh, story that you have there. And of course I've been to Milwaukee several times. Uh I, when I work with the National Guard Bureau, we had the very first convention uh, there at the new uh, convention center there, and I was the person who set that up in the lodging for about 1,200 people as well. <laughs> so I, I, I know wow. about Milwaukee. <laughs> yes. And and then, of course, uh, my heart goes out to you for you losing your child at eight months. I know that was tough, and we, as well as with your two friends and, and how that impacts you and, and provides that spark of inspiration for what you're doing today. So um, the only thing I can say is God bless you. And I'm glad that you continue to do what you do because some people, they, they go off the, the cliff. But what you're doing, you're p- oh, yeah. pulling yourself up and you're moving forward. And I think that's very beautiful. And uh, the other uh, thing I want to ask you is what does your business entail and how does it add value to the community you serve? I know you've impacted over 10,000 girls. And are you beginning to see that growth when you're planting that seed inside of them, seeing them sprout up as well? Oh, yes, sure. Um, So the business really entails um, these empowerment and self-esteem boosting, confidence boosting workshops. Um, In my field of work, it sort of, it it comes into direct contact with social and emotional learning. Um, And though it's not, um, I guess you can say they're they're very similar because what I'm doing is I'm going in and I'm I'm helping to increase self-esteem and I'm helping to increase confidence by developing that child's social skills. And social skills may entail an etiquette class. It may entail, um, you know, negotiating skills or conflict resolution, leadership building. 
um, there are a ton of different workshops that we deliver to these girls um, in a variety of settings. And the workshops are usually delivered via either a 10-week program, a six-week program, um, something where they're coming in an hour or a couple of hours out of the week and they are participating in these workshops. And I definitely see the, the growth in these students over the span of the program. What we do is we collect fidelity. So upon the start of the program, each participant will take a, a pre-survey and we're measuring, uh-huh. you know, their, their self-esteem or their confidence. And throughout the program, we're delivering the content, we're delivering the curriculum and really developing them. And then at the end, they take a post-survey and we always see about a 90, 98% increase in that child's self-esteem based on the program that we've delivered to them. So we definitely see growth. We definitely see development. And we see these girls um, really, really sprout um, into these confident, confident young ladies. Oh, fantastic. And it sounds as though once they get in there, that six or, say, ten-week program, they really start embracing it and saying that, oh, yeah, this is not like anything else I had, but this is something very unique. And then, of course, friends recommend friends. So when we look at exactly. uh, chicks, yes, and when we look at uh, chicks with class, um, how does you, how does your program, uh, who are the, the ideal clients that you have or, or your target market? What are the age range for your, uh, your clients there? So we typically, we're targeting um, girls that are between the ages of 6 and 12. Um, and these are really the developmental ages of um, of these young ladies. When I started Chicks for Class, I, it was actually targeted towards college students um, because I created uh-huh. it while I was in college. But I kind of figured, you know, people, the women my age, we had our characteristics concrete and, and they were already set in us and we already knew what we wanted to do and who we wanted to be. So I felt it would be easier to target this age group because they're more susceptible to what, what we're telling them. Um, so right. if we're developing the child within these within this age bracket, they're going to – we're instilling these morals and these values in these girls, and they'll keep them with them as they grow into, um, into older young ladies. Sure. So, and I think what you're doing is really great because, again, you're setting that foundation for them. And you mentioned earlier that you have some etiquette in there, which I think is great. And then you have the conflict resolution and then on those leadership skills. And they pull all of that together, and they're becoming more of a whole person. Uh, and so it's a very holistic approach uh, to developing them. And, and at that age, and those are Generation Z uh, uh, youth that you're working with, which is really great too. And Generation Z youth are very independent. They want to be bosses, right? <laughs> and yes, then I noticed exactly. because I have two of them myself. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. I have a son and daughter. Yeah, one thirteen, and my son and my daughter is sixteen. So I, I know exactly what you're talking about. So thank you for sharing that. And uh, let's look a little bit now at COVID-19 and what it did to all of us. And as, as we yes. say, it's not, what, yeah, it's not what happens to us, but how do we respond to it. And uh, given the impact that it's having, how have you been able to pivot your business model to offset the pause in business and the economy? Because it's, things are just kind of turning around. But how were you able to manifest uh, through that process? 
of COVID-19. Yeah. So COVID-19, obviously, it, it hit us all from just from, from nowhere, kind of. And oh, yeah. It, it really put us into a new normal. And with oh, yeah. my business model, I have a brick-and-mortar location. So girls and boys are coming to my facility, and they're taking mm-hmm. our workshops. We have an after-school program where we are delivering the workshops there as well. So everything is brick-and-mortar, and it's in-person. Um, going into the schools, it's the same thing because, like I said, I developed the curriculum. So we had school contracts um, sure. that were canceled. And, uh, you know, because the schools are closed. So my business literally stopped. Um, So what I had to do to pivot was I had to quickly develop an online platform for that was available to the students because the schools, they had to continue to teach um, the children. And I had a lot of my, yes, online schooling. So I had a lot of the schools that I was working with say, hey, are you – available to do to deliver these classes virtually do you have the capacity to do that are you ready to offer this class um in an online setting so i had to quickly figure out a plan and i was able to out of this um i am now working on launching the technology that goes with the company it was always a goal to digitize my curriculum to really deliver this curriculum via app so that parents can have yes. access to it and the kids can have access to it any and everywhere. So COVID-19 kind of sped up that process. Um, so now I am working on applying artificial intelligence and deep learning tools within yes. um, the makeup of this digital application so that we're able to suggest positive alternatives to the youth. So, for example, and this is what we do manually uh, with our programs, um, let's say we have a program and we notice that um, Susie and Sarah are bullying a certain student. What we would do at our sure. facility is the next day we would just host a workshop on anti-bullying and we would teach them um, empathy and we would teach them how to um, recognize. Compassion, yeah. Yes, and compassion. Um, so mm-hmm. we were already doing that manually. So what we're doing with this app is, you know, the app is able to predict or prevent certain behaviors and suggest certain workshops based on the behaviors of that child um, as they're working through the curriculum. So um, this is something that we'll be able to offer to schools, and then the data that we're collecting on each participant is going to keep track of how they're developing socially, how they're developing emotionally, what workshops um, work best for this student. Uh, and then how to, you know, how to approach certain situations. And this, in essence, is going to make the schools a safer environment um, because the technology will be there to to assist in that area. Yeah, it looks like it's the future, future not only for uh, yes. the program, your program, but also for a lot of businesses as well that uh, people exactly. getting us on the superhighway. <laughs> And, and, and uh, I, yes. I think it's great. I'm the same way because I do speaking, so I had to move everything virtually. And then I work with youth. I teach them how to start a business. 
and and so it it takes a, a delicate balance. And in your particular case, uh, that after school program, I, I believe is uh, really really wonderful and getting it online. And and I'm I, I was a two years as a parent teacher association board president for my children's school. So I know what you're going through, <laughs> working with those parents, working with those students, working with the principal, the board of education. Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, really a lot of fun. I, I did it for two years. I was elected two years in a row, so it was fun. So thank, oh, thank wow. you for sharing. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And uh, I, I think that um, what you're doing is really amazing, and it's great to see that the youth are taking it on, and uh, I think it's a really great thing. Now, you and I are both a 2020 uh, Global Good Fund Fellows, and uh, I'll explain it to the listeners just a little bit. What it primarily involves is uh, we come into the uh, leadership development as well as being a social entrepreneur, and they, uh, they select people uh, who have high potential to increase their business and have more greater outreach to the communities in which we serve, and uh, also an aspect of, of veterans as well. And how is it transforming your leadership platform as a social entrepreneur uh, progressing, and how is that progressing for you and your team for your business, Chicks with Class? Um, it, it's really transforming me in ways that um, I wouldn't have imagined. Um, when, I, when I applied to the Global Good Fund um, to become a fellow, I was really yeah. seeking – you know, leadership development. Um, but I had uh-huh. no idea that the type of leadership development that I would receive would be to this um, to this extent. I'm really able to apply everything that I'm going over with my coaches and my mentor. I'm able to apply that uh-huh. in real life settings, especially at a at a time of crisis like COVID nineteen. Um, so, me being able to pivot. I attribute a lot of that to um, how Global Good Fund has been preparing me over the past several months um, because they were also, you know, they also needed to pivot. So I was able exactly. to take skills that, I, that I'm developing from the Global Good Fund. Um, you know, we, we did the 360 leadership assessment where assessment. our yeah. team were able to assess our leadership skills, and I'm focusing on my strengths. Um, that I had no idea were my strengths, but now that I, I know, okay, these are the areas I'm strong in, this is what I need to work to be to get better at so that I can become yeah. a better leader. Um, and it, it does wonders for my team because one of the things I wanted to improve as a leader was, okay, how can I make my team better? How do I need to recognize what my team's strengths are? So just gaining that skill set allows me to really – um, pinpoint how to pull that strength, those strengths out of my team members to make the business better. Um, so it's definitely been monumental um, in, in gaining these leadership skills from as a Global Good Fund fellow. Um, it, it's done wonders for me and my team. Wow, that is great. And as you stated, that leadership a 360 leadership assessment is really great. I was able to get about nine people, and they performed an assessment on me. Some I worked with when I was on an active duty in the Air Force. I was in there 22 years. And then other friends, people on my advisory board and different things such as that. 
And then, of course, we have to evaluate ourselves. So (laughs) I found it to be really (laughs) interesting. And then I matched it with the leadership goals that I had set in the in the application, and then I found myself, as you stated, working with that coach, and now we recently came on with that business mentor, and it's just making refining the program even more. And, uh, you know, it's really, really been great. And, and one of the things that I really like about what you mentioned earlier was that the Global Good Fund itself had to make a pivot, and, of course, they provided the crisis management programs for us, and um, I, I participated in a few of them, and then I took it one step further. I resided in Maryland, so the State of Maryland Small Business Development Center, they offered a ton of programs that would normally cost a fee associated, and they provided it all gratis, all free. And I learned even more, you know, with the marketing and everything. So that would be something also to look at with the Texas Small Business Development Center, that they offer some programs to you that – you know, you just attend them and making those connections. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Definitely. Yes. So, and um, over the course of your time as a CEO and founder of Chicks with Class, you've impacted, as we mentioned before, over 10,000 girls. Uh, do you find uh, that the young girls are not only being positioned to dream big dreams, but to live them as well? Did you have some that come to you and say, hey, I want to do what you do, and I want to <laughs> leave my own business? Because, you know, that happens a lot too, which I think is great. Oh, yes. Um, I've had that happen so many times. And honestly, when I, when I, when I came up with the concept, I was literally in prayer mode. Um, and I said, uh-huh. you know, I really want to impact. I want to impact girls. I want to impact women. I want them to know that they can dream big and and really live those dreams. And this is why, even at our centers, we have everything um, really up to a certain standard, from the light fixtures to the the stage that we put inside the center to. Um, our glass room to uh, the gold walls that or the gold tiles that we put on the walls. I wanted to put these these girls in a mode to where um, they are in this sort of like um, not a fairy tale room, but something to where I'm taking them out of their normal environment and I'm putting them somewhere where they can really dream big and show them how to how to achieve those dreams, um, especially for little girls who look like me. Um, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm an African-American woman, and I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh-huh. And statistically speaking, for me to make it as far as I have made it, that that usually does not happen for girls like me. Um, so I wanted uh-huh. to really create a an environment to where I am. I'm, I'm helping these girls increase their self-esteem, and I'm teaching them how to set goals and how to reach those goals. Um, how to, you know, make healthy choices and showing them the difference between making a good choice and a bad choice and, and how that can affect you really reaching and, and achieving those dreams um, so that they see anything that you put your mind to, you can achieve it. You just have to, you, you need these skills in order to do that and you have to stay persistent. And I see that a lot. And and all of these girls that I've impacted, and they always say, "Well, you know, Miss Dames, I really want to be like you when I grow up." And um, I'm telling them, you know, 
I want you to be like you, but I want you yeah. to be I want you to be better than me. You know. So yeah. um so yeah, I, I see that in so many of the girls that we impact. Oh, that's great and, and I know they really absorb it. Especially at that age and one of the things that we take into account when we're working with youth is that the brain development of course it takes a little bit longer uh, over time, the younger they are, it takes a little bit longer for their brain to really develop. And uh, the same same held true for me growing up. It took me a little bit longer to develop along the way. But once you figure it out, it all falls into place, and there's no stopping. <laughs> and and exactly. I think that is so. Yes. I think that is so good. Now, one of the things that that I really like about your business is that title. Now, how did you come up with that title? <laughs> you know, it's a funny yeah, I think it's very unique. Story. It's very nice. Yeah, really? it's very, very nice you know, title. I, I, yeah. I sometimes, um, I, I go back and forth with myself, if I'm being honest, about the title of my company. Um, because I, I want people to, I wanted people to take me serious, you know, when I'm, when I'm sure. presenting the curriculum. Um, but then I also wanted to remain fun for these girls because they're the ones that I'm exactly. targeting. Um, exactly. They're the ones that they're going to want to, they, they need to want to love the program. Um, yes. And I came up with the title because I thought about my little, my little logo is a little chick. Um, and I knew if I was targeting girls ages six through 12, I needed to come up with the character that they can uh, fall exactly. in love with. Um, yeah. And as I did my research, I, I, I researched Hello Kitty, actually. And uh-huh. if you notice how Hello Kitty is, the, the, the kitten is really cute, and that's really what turned into a billion-dollar brand. Um, yeah, it attracts really people to possession. it. Yes, the, it attracts these little girls. They wanted to take possession of this little cat because she was so cute. So when I thought about Chicks with Class and I came up with the logo, and I kid you not, this all came to me from a prayer. Um, I put everything together, and the little girls fell in love with this little chick. And the chick is is a character that uh, they can resonate with. We can dress this, this little chick up. But uh-huh. this little chick is really um, – it's it's a chick with class. We have a fashionista chick. We have a pop star chick. We have a a sports chick, or whatever the case may be. But uh-huh. I know that characters like this really really resonate with these little girls, and it mm-hmm. it captures them in a way that yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that if I had um uh some other type of name. Um, sure. and I guess to solve that problem, I came up with my DBA, which is youth enrichment. Um, and yes. youth enrichment is, is really what I go into the schools with, and that's what I named my curriculum. Um, so I guess, uh, yeah, so that's where I, how I came up with the name. That I think is a great idea. That, to me, it's that, it reflects that creativity. <laughs> and, of course, with young yes. kids, I, I, I can remember taking my kids to the auto show here in Washington, D.C. every year. And Hello Kitty, they have uh, Toyota has a Hello Kitty car, and it is the most visited vehicle in the entire auto show. <laughs> and us <laughs> parents jumping in there, they have like a, a minivan, and us parents jumping in there, and they have a little table in there, and it is just great. Everybody loves it. And that's what I thought about. I said, well, hey, that's that's like Hello Kitty. <laughs> so I think that's that's a great idea. That's a great idea. And and so uh, that's, that's, yeah, 
So that that's really wonderful. And again, uh, you were in the the uh, Army National Guard uh, at, when you were in college, and then ultimately you joined the Texas Army National Guard as well. So uh, that's thank you for your service, and uh, that that makes a tremendous difference. Now, now me, I was active Air Force, and then I was active Guard for twelve years. In those twelve years, when oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and wow. So I, I, yeah, I was a part of the uh, 145th unit out of uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, but I was Title 10 active duty for 12 straight years in the Pentagon, yeah. Oh, wow, so, well, that's uh, really it, interesting. It, yeah, I had a lot of fun in one year uh, working on Capitol Hill, and it's just for the listeners to know that uh, there are a lot of things you can do when you're in the military, and we can take those skills and translate those and bring them out of the military, and we can become entrepreneurs like you have with Chicks with Class. And that's what I want the listeners yeah, to listen to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> yes. And, Margot, we have about a minute left. I want to give you that opportunity. First of all, I want to thank you for being the guest expert today uh, with Chicks uh, with Class and the, the uh, Girls Empowerment Program. But if you can provide your particular contact information, your website, and where people can contact you and um, go from there. So just take your time doing that. Yeah, sure. So my my website, I have I have two. I have one for my centers, and that's uh, okay. www.chickswithclass.com. So going on that mm-hmm. website allows people to sign up um, to become members, uh, bring their children to our workshops, and participate in various activities that we have at our brick-and-mortar locations. Um, and then youth enrichments with an S dot com. That's where I send all of my, my school officials and anyone looking to implement okay. our programs within their centers or within their facilities, they can go there. Uh, we also have franchise information because Chicks with okay. Class is a franchise system. Um, oh, so we have all of the information on the, the youth enrichments dot com site. Um, yeah. My email address is Margo, so M A R G O, and then Baines, which is B like Bravo, A I N E like Echo S, and then at chickswithclass.com. So Margo Baines at chickswithclass.com. And then um, if anyone wants to reach out and they have questions, my direct contact sure. number is 281 832 3638. So yeah, we have uh, we have so many different things to offer to the community, to our shareholders, to our stakeholders, anyone else who wants to also create a positive social impact in their communities. Um, if they're interested in opening up a, a chick supply center, um, there's opportunities for them to generate revenue while also creating a positive social impact. So um, yeah, reach out to me with with questions and and. Anything you may need in the girls' empowerment realm. Okay, well that's fantastic, and thank you for providing that information. And uh, this uh, brings this interview to a close. Continued excellence, leading chicks of class, and also with the Global Good Fund for 2020. As we go into January 21, we'll finish that program. And I look forward to connecting with you even more in the future. So thank you very much, Margot, and have a great day. Everyone, I want you to reach out to Margot and uh, Margot Baines and take a look at what she's doing. If you want to put together your own franchise, she can work with you on that. And also you can contact her with the centers there in the Houston uh, area as well. 
So uh, thank you very much, Margot, and you have a great day and a great weekend and continue excellence in everything that you do. You too. Thanks so much, Paul. I really enjoyed today's, right. uh, today's show. It was awesome. All right. You have a great day, and I'll talk to you later. Have a, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Okay, listeners of the Wealthy Speaker Show, we had Margot Baines on today. Again, she's CEO and founder of Chicks with Class, and she discussed her girls' empowerment business, and it's really doing a lot of things. She's impacted over 10,000 young girls between the ages of 6 and 12 with after-school programs, and now she's also impacting the the young boys as well. And so you want to reach out and and get in touch with her again if you're going to do it by phone. It's uh, area code 281-832-3638. My time is up. I thank you for yours. I'll see you on the next broadcast of the Wealthy Speaker Talk radio show. And uh, thank you so much, everyone, and continue your safety with pandemic and COVID-19. And have a great weekend. I'll see you on Monday's broadcast again at 1 p.m. Thank you so much. This is Paul Van signing out. Have a great weekend. Take care. Thank you for tuning in, listening in, and connecting with host Paul Lawrence Van and his guests. Encourage your family, friends, and colleagues to tune in to another episode of The Wealthy Speaker Show with Paul Lawrence Van. 